0: Let the conversation continue with Ryan, Trista, and Nick and BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM.
1: Ravens and Bengals scoreless under 12 minutes to go. First quarter, Lamar Jackson, 2 of 2, 47 yards. Two more carries for 15 yards. Zay Flowers has a 33-yard reception. Mark Andrews has a 14-yard reception. Hell of a start for the Ravens offense. Yeah, no exactly. Doubt.
2: Zay Flowers is going to go off tonight, by the way. Is Mark Andrews, ooh, uh, close to the first down marker. Um, That's good. Is that his second reception now? Good.
0: Oh, yes. no. oh, no, oh, no, no. No,
2: no, please don't be hurt. No. No, oh, no, and no, it's bad. no. Oh, and it's bad. He can't get up. Oh, no. Uh, I almost swore, like, really bad. Oh, this is – yeah, this is – he's he's doing the, like, my story fingers can't
1: anymore. feel – oh, no.
2: <sighs> Not
3: again.
1: Oh, man.
2: Lamar's taking his – Lamar, Lamar just slammed his, his helmet down. So he could hear the screaming. Probably. Everybody's I mean, taking their the helmets up. off. Oh, we, oh, yeah. we have God. the audio off, obviously, that's so, yeah. Yeah, that's when they do horrible. that, that's never good. I, um –
0: I saw his hands. And yeah, he's it just, doing it like... Yeah, oh that means my he like God. can't feel.
2: And they haven't been showing the replays lately. And yeah, which I'm kind of glad. I don't
1: need to see it. I'll be honest oh, with you. I, I
2: missed it completely, though, so I kind of have to see. I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know that's how it happened. That's what I mean, happened. yeah. Yeah, I was... You just oh, saw a catch, wow. and he kind I'm of went down. and am looking at stupid pit football, and I look up, and Mark Andrews is down. I mean, it'll be on Twitter. I hope he's—God, I hope he's okay. That just looked—that did not— I hope he's uh, a stinger. I really hope yeah. he's okay, and then cue the angry tweets, obviously. Got tackled. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to see. I mean, I already just scrolling through. I don't want to, like, obviously, uh, like, speculate or anything, but—
0: Looks like he's just trying to gain feeling in his hands, yeah. he said— Please be okay. I mean,
2: sometimes that is like a
1: stinger. Oh, I'm not going to play doctor here, but, I mean, we have seen this where guys get that and then they come back, but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's not good. All right. not I don't really know how we segue to our buddy Rob Brown, but we'll bring on Rob Brown. Uh, let's just, let's just kind of start with, I guess, what you're on in tonight's game, besides what just happened with Mark Andrews as we sit here and wait to figure out uh, what that injury is.
3: Yeah, I... Uh... I'm not going to lie, ladies and gentlemen, I much prefer when we can start these interviews by making fun of friends and family and each other, and this is not uh, exactly the lead-in that we all wanted, so we're all going to hope he's okay. I was watching here on the TV, and uh, I I saw the same thing I saw once the hands started flexing, my first thought as a definitely not smart enough to be a doctor guy that's obviously got to be something where he was he was trying to test it out so you know every now and then guys we get one of these reminders that we all love football we all center our lives around it but uh it is an inherently dangerous thing to do and especially at this level these guys quite literally put their health well-being safety and lives on the line uh for our entertainment so man that's uh not not, not the best intro to the show I've ever had before, my friends.
1: Uh, yeah, so it looks like, according to a couple people, uh, Mark Andrews is able to get to his feet, and he's moving slowly to the Ravens' sideline. The game is in break, but that's what the reports are now. So he's up and he's walking. That's as much as we obviously have at this point.
0: Man, I tell you what, really quickly before uh, I get to a question, Rob, your setup looks awesome. You've got a bunch of jerseys behind you. You've got a chair. Clearly this is some sort of man cave slash... Podcast studio. I'm about to move. I'm like really taking some mental notes here in terms of what you've done. We've got to get offline for that one. Uh, in terms of this this game, did you anticipate Ravens Bengals to be a high scoring affair? Because me, Ryan, and Ash, you kind of do.
3: No, I or do. Did. I took the over in the game, and I also threw a little cash at a uh, at a prop bet of both teams to score 24 and a half because I think this game's going into the 30s. This kind of sets up to me like one of those Joe Burrow goes off games, right? But at the same time, how do you bet against Lamar's offense right now? Like I think both of these teams have a lot of opportunity to score points. I know the Bengals are giving up like the the third from the bottom in terms of passing yards allowed and then Lamar's Lamar, so they're going to pop off. Uh, It feels like this is one of those games where Joe Burrow gets to go hero time and put on the cape and the underpants outside of the pants and make something happen of himself. So, no, I like the over in this game. I like the over and I liked uh, both teams getting 24 and a half to mash the over. So uh, I took a lot of wide receiver props in this game too think you're going to see probably both quarterbacks threatening, uh, you know, probably 30-plus passes for Lamar, probably 35, 40-plus for Joe Burrow tonight. So I am all over every offensive prop and every over number I could get my hands on.
2: Rob, shout-out to you. Are you a little under the weather? Or have you just been – I know you went to Dave a couple of weeks ago. Have you just been, you know, reliving it, listening to Walk Around the Moon and belting out the tunes like I have
3: been? Is that what's going on I, with your the uh, voice there a little bit? I am I'm gonna be honest with you. So so on top of multiple concerts last week, I am also the yep. in arena hype man for our local hockey team, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. We had three games where I was doing my best flavor flavor impression for a hockey team. <laughs> uh, I do, and this may shock people, do my own radio show four hours a day, all five days a week, oh, yeah. which you can find at thefanupstate.com or at the Rob Brown show on Twitter, hashtag shameless self promotion. So this whole talking every moment of my life thing, but I want you all to know. You weren't stopping me from being here on a Thursday night to talk college football. That's
2: my kind of guy. No days off for us. All right, let's go to ACC territory because I like, I can't believe I'm going to say this, I like Clemson this week against North Carolina. Now, not so much once we get to like seven and a half, eight, anything outside of a touchdown, but I just think this is a bad spot for Carolina, who even with Drake May, they've been more of a run-first offense. Um, You know, they've been a little bit better in the past game
3: since Tess Walker came back. But what do you like in this spot here, uh, Rob, this weekend? I'm riding Clemson with you. I'm riding Clemson. I'm with you. I, I will probably go to around. I I might be willing to go up to like eight and a half, and that's about the cutoff for me. But Memorial, Death Valley has been phenomenal for Clemson. I mean, even when they've struggled, it's not at home. This is a spot where after beating the hell out of Notre Dame, after beating the hell out of, a, to me, a very good, uh, well, relatively speaking for Georgia Tech, very good Georgia Tech team, the Clemson yeah. fans are back up like that. But all of that stuff from two weeks ago where Dabo was getting into it with the fans a little bit, that's all gone. That's all in the rearview mirror. They are right back into it now that there's no question about bowl eligibility. Now that they're playing their best ball with two very important games, North Carolina and then South Carolina next week, this team has turned a corner. and And the most important thing I think they're doing, is they're protecting Cade Klubnik, right? Like, they're not asking too much of him. They're not asking him to go above and beyond. They're not running super complicated stuff. They're going, we're going to hand it to Phil Moffat 20 times. We're going to hand it to Will Shipley 15 times. We're going to ask Cade to throw it 15 to 23 times, basically just to keep the second level of the defense honest. And it has worked phenomenally well. On top of that, we have talked about this a number of times. What's Clemson's strength? It's the defensive line. When has Drake May yeah. gotten in, pro- in trouble? When you throw a bunch of looks and you get pressure on him, and that's what Clemson's going to do. Uh, I, have, I have made some money off of taking teams covering against Clemson, but I am all over all over a Clemson cover this weekend.
0: Are you surprised that uh, Washington is actually an underdog to Oregon State at Research Stadium?
3: I am. I am. You, Tristan, you and I have gone back and forth a, a number of weeks in a row. I love the Oregon Ducks. I do. Listen, I uh, speaking of Clemson, I love DJ Uyenglele, and I like what they're doing at Oregon State. That's a fun team that's probably not getting as much credit as they deserve. They're finally making their way up into that top 15 mark, a spot they probably could have been in a lot longer if they were in any conference but a very good Pac-12 this year. But – Man, Dan Lanning, just every game that they've needed to be up for, they've been up for. And the only team that got them was a very good Washington team and uh, a Washington that's there. So I'm not super worried about them. Oregon State's a very good offense. Defensively, I don't know that they can run with the Ducks. I don't know that they can run with the Ducks. So with Washington having a fist fight with Oregon, I'm wondering if that's why I brought them up. I'm wondering if people think that a fist fight with Oregon translates to playing the same style game with a team in Oregon State that's got the same horses offensively that Oregon does. But I don't think that the Beavs have the defense that the Ducks did in that game against Washington. So uh, I actually, I'm any game you give me where Washington's getting points, I'm going to take it. Any game Michael Penix Jr. is asked to just go handle business, I'm going to bet on him to do it.
0: Really quick, just wanted to get your thoughts on the total. 62-and-a-half, Washington. It was an easy, easy over against Utah. Feels like Oregon State's got a little bit of a better offense than Utah.
3: Yeah, I like the over in this game. I do. And I, I honestly, listen, I'm not going to be sh- surprised at all if this is a shootout. I'm not going to be a surprised if this is a one-score game. I will be surprised if this is a one-score game in the 20s. I think this game's getting into the 30s. I think this, this game's got everything written on it to potentially threaten the 40s. Again, I like Washington's offense very good. Defensively, they're going to give up some points. We've seen them do it a couple of times. They'll give up points to DJ and the Oregon State offense, but they're going to get theirs too. I like the over in that game. I'm all over it.
1: Talking to Rob Brown, MGM tonight. Uh, Gus Edwards just got in the end zone for the Ravens too, so it's 7 nothing now, 822 to go in this. Uh, I'm going to jump back, jump actually back to this game because, well, we're a live reaction show and I know you can keep up even with your voice not being 100% and that's what we appreciate and that's why we have you on at this time. Uh, one of the most bet props heading into this game was the under on Joe Burrow's passing yards. Are you the type of guy that can take unders or fade stars in any sport? I just don't have the guts to do it except for like very rare occasions There's There's just no way for me that I could take the under in his passing yards in this game even with the recent I'd almost say struggles in the last three games that he's had against the Ravens defense for the record
3: can I yeah I did I did it tonight (laughs) I did it with Joe Burrow I was talking earlier the hype machine is that this is a Joe Burrow game the hype machine is that this is the game where Joey Ice shows back up and back out but the Ravens are like third in the league in terms of passing yards allowed. They're allowing under 180 passing yards a game. Joey's over-under was set at what, like 240 or somewhere in that ballpark? So he's got to get 70 more yards than they give up a game so far through the year. Yes, I've got a buddy of mine down here in South Carolina who hits me all the time with, life's too short, the bet the under. Guys, half (laughs) the bets in American can be won by betting the under if you pick the spot. I'll never... The only bet I don't want to make is a bet that doesn't win, my dudes. Like, that's real easy. Exactly. What do you think about Georgia, Tennessee this weekend? Because Tennessee,
2: I bet them last weekend. I realized it was a huge mistake four minutes into the game. And you know what I did? I did it again. They're 10.5 point dogs against Georgia. Georgia got Brock Bowers back last week. Totals
3: 58.5. What do you think about this game, Rob? Uh, if you like my Venmo, you can just send me that money from now on instead. The it'll it'll cut out okay. the middleman for you. Yeah, it'll cut, out, it'll cut out the sweats for you on a Saturday. Um, listen, Tennessee got smoked by Mizzou. Mizzou's a good team. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz was coaching for his life this year. He has successfully made that a thing that he's done uh, officially uh, with that win over Tennessee. Tennessee is not what they were like. Like last year's te- last year's Tennessee, at its best, pre-handed hooker going down, last year's Tennessee would have had a crack at this year's Georgia. This year's Tennessee, especially coming off that loss, does not. And more importantly, Georgia's getting better by the week. You guys remember we go back four or five weeks. There was a spot where I was having this conversation going, I don't think Georgia uh, think Rob is, is think the best team. Like we in lost the SEC. Rob. I
1: see him, but I don't hear him, so I'm not sure what end that's on. But, uh, Maybe his voice finally went out. No, your voice didn't go out, Rob. I see you. You look great. You're smiling, you're <laughs> laughing. It's not um right. they'll try to fix it on the back end. Uh yeah, I, at this point it just it it is what it is. You know, it's mm-hmm. this has been Scott, let me just say this. You're doing God's work behind the scenes. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you for what you're trying to do right now. This check, is check absolutely insane time right. and time again. Uh, they're showing the JMU thing real quick. They're just bringing this up. I'm yeah. still mad about this, me too. man. Me too. JMU they should. should freaking be in. I they agree. should get a bowl game. I agree. Drives me insane. Casual I...
0: fans probably think JMU stole signs. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> maybe they, maybe they, like did, they <laughs> did, Trista. They, <laughs> they just jumped the level. That's it. Yeah. Like You should let them in. Yeah. You know what they should do? Give Michigan spot to JMU. Ooh, let hot take. J- J- like let it. JMU take wherever Michigan ends up She's going. She's saying this
2: because JMU. Oregon's got a shot this year. <laughs> <laughs> She's she JMU.
1: So
0: Michigan's one, right? Yeah. Which means JMU's one. Oregon like we've <laughs> we've lost one game. We should be four. Yeah. You know, like in all reality, I, I would never be a proponent of us being any higher than four. So JMU Orion in the check, college
2: football check, playoff. I'm in. Who says no? I'm in. Check. I'm in. Oh McPherson's my field goal was good, so seven yes. three, so live total fifty and a half. Now check, minus one twenty to the over. Gus Ravens, Edwards. Six and a half point favorites. Uh, but the Mark Andrews stuff Do we see
1: him again? So, like- yes. Yeah, so, during that, it was trying to, like, it, it's hard when we've got the game going on. Yep. And Luckily, Rob can pay attention and not, and, like, deal with the fact that we can be all over the place. That's why we love Rob. And he's on right in the middle of this game. Mark Andrews walked off the field. They did show him walking towards the blue medical tent. Then they did get a shot of him walking into the locker room. And it was kind of uh, just a very ginger walk. He reached down and kind of grabbed the left side of his left knee. Stood back up and kind of just slowly moved again. There they wasn't said he's
0: an ankle injury. Questionable to return with an ankle to injury. Return.
1: Okay, so maybe, I mean, he grabbed the left knee, but if it's ankle, then it's ankle. I mean, it, it is what it is. I think um, that's
2: best case, man, to be honest. like That yeah. was scary because I missed the play, and then you see him, and, you know, um, you know he's moving his fingers around. You're worried, is it a neck? Is it a shoulder? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so an ankle injury. was able to get up and walk off the field on his own power, so that's really good news. And... Uh, You know, obviously we like want the props to hit and whatnot, but I would probably hold them out the rest of the way. Make sure that he's right. Make make sure that he's okay. I want him for the stretch run for my Ravens.
0: I I wonder if there's my Ravens.
1: I mean, this is the thing too. I mean, Mark Andrews two catches for 23 yards on that first drive alone.
0: Right. And he was about to go off. Yeah. So that
1: was
2: 129 percent of the money was on it, but. That is when you say like, hey, ninety nine percent of the money is on something, how does this not hit though? It's a great matchup. Well that's one way because it's football and injuries happen. And that's you know, that's
1: that's the thing you can never predict. You can't predict injuries, you don't know when this is happening or if it does or it doesn't. Meanwhile, they're wrapping Joe Burrow's, up
2: Burrow's calf wrapped up here a little bit. He's got some,
1: some kicks uh, That's a him. recovery thing, though. Oh, He's got the other uh, cleats. The yeah, so I yeah, like those. The only Jays to wear once. I like those. That's my hot take. Nothing else comes close. Cleat. Plain and simple. It's BetMGM tonight.
0: The winning trifecta is Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashu. All three will be right
3: back on BetMGM tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.